Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this newest episode of The Wrestling Court, where we're going to talk a lot about today and what happened in the last few weeks. I'm your host, Julian Cannon. Got my friend and co-host here, Rob. And that's an awesome shirt, by the way. Yeah, Mike, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, first, my father-in-law got that for me uh, a while ago. I'm trying to find a place to put the phone. Um, oh, I just walked. Yeah, I just broke shit, didn't I? That's great. You're going to have to doing... the camera on if you didn't want to. And I'm putting it on. It's just trying to find a place to lean the phone against. I'm over at my PC. I, we're doing 3D printing, so we've been uh, we got a 3D printer now. So we're like making like oh snap shit. Doing so uh stuff like that. Cool, cool, cool. A lot of things. So we've been working on that. So I'm going through all these files that I have. So oh, okay. Alrighty. <laughs> Other than your 3D printing, um, how's life been? Huh. No complaints. Uh, Christmas is practically here. You know what I'm saying? Like we're right there. It's freaking Christmas. You know, it's good. Get it going. And uh, you know, a lot next year gonna be a lot of stuff. I'm not doing toy fair, so I'll, I'll do it. You, you go ahead, please. Yeah, I have I'll, no do it for you. I'll do it for you. I'll do it. Yeah, I, I said, you know, I'm trying. I don't want to like waste my time because I mean, like sometimes it's just. You go in and it's not really worth it. And I'm like, you know, there's other stuff I could be doing instead of, uh, you know, <laughs> going to that. I will be going to PowerCon, which is going to be in Ohio in August. So that's oh. stuff. Like that. Yeah. So well, we're going to be to the Commonwealth State. Well, I, only because it's my friend's convention, and uh, it's a it's an it's a drive. We're going to discuss. It's a nine hour drive, so we'll make a week out of it where we hit up like Hershey Park, hit up Pittsburgh, you know. Three or four hours at a time, stay somewhere, go to a like a, a music park or whatever, and then go another three hours to the next state, you know, then to a city, and then we'll hit up Ohio, and then we're there for the convention, and then we'll do going back. We'll go like straight from hopefully Ohio. If we can make it to a hopefully PA, we'll hit up Dorney Park on the way back, and you know, make a thing because it's going to be in August. And you there's ever, a couple of smaller conventions coming up too. You ever been to Ohio before? God, no. I don't want to. I'm only doing no, it for no, no. my friend. <laughs> I'm only asking, have you ever been to Ohio? Oh, no. I, I, I've been through it when I went to Chicago by train. I, I, I we, we, One of the stops was Cincinnati. So the, where we're going to be for the conventions in Columbus. I've never been so, to Ohio. I know it's one of a damn Commonwealth states. So I'm like, eh, whatever. I, I don't want to go, but my friend lives there. He's It's him doing the convention in LA. He's doing close. So I have no excuse not to like rent a van and go. Like, you know, so... All right, so let's get to it. First, let's talk about Jeff Hardy. Uh, before his WWE release, uh, he was at a main event of a house show that happened in Texas involving him, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, and someone else I'm trying to remember. So Hardy stumbled and left outside the ring and left the match. A few days later, before his news came out, I thought maybe WWE would either suspend him after they send him home or keep him off TV for about a month. A few days later, he gets released from WWE, and the word was that he refused rehab. So that caused a lot of discussions online, whether if he's quote-unquote off the rails again or not. Because based on Jeff Hardy's history, <clears throat> I wasn't really surprised about his release. Well, you know, that's the other thing is that uh, we have these situations where we don't know WWE says they did something. And they, they say he refused. Now, the idea is, is that uh, they did random drug tests like they said they always do. How come this wasn't something they noticed sooner? And, um, I, you know, I saw the footage. Oh, too. He, he didn't look like he did with Sting. You know what I'm saying? Remember how he was with Sting. He uh, that is my all day that stumbled to the ring and was dizzy yeah. and all that kind of crap. That's not what we saw. I saw a guy that looked a little tired. He didn't look like he was, you know what it looked more like to me? He didn't look like he just wanted to be there. You know, that look, you don't want to be there, but he left through the fans, which is weird. Like he went through the crowd and apparently people said that this pictures, he came back to the crowd and hung out with everybody. Like he took pictures with lots of people and they talked to him. And, and they said after he the match though. Not after, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came into the crowd. He hung out, was talking to kids. And he said he was he didn't seem mess up. So my curiosity was like, not being like the conspiracy theorist, like you know, uh, I feel that sometimes you know 
there is is the WWE jumping the gun? Did they at least give him the benefit of the doubt? Has he um, done a lot of stuff leading up to this? They always say, "Oh yeah, well we have this and this," but there was never evidence. Uh, Jeff, you know, that weekend missed some things, not prior or before he fulfilled all his obligations, and he normally always does. So my curiosity is maybe he had an off weekend and they just decided, well, you're a druggie. You're a dr- we know you're a druggie. And instead of saying, hey, no, Jeff, let's just give you some time off. I want you to take a test. If you need help, we're here for you. Don't just you can't you can't confront somebody and say you you need help. Do you want us to give you help? And they're like, they're like no, fuck you. Well, then you're fired. See, it's so weird. They offered help. So they fired him. Like at my job. Uh my corporate job, like, you know, they're, they're a corporation, so they had to be counted like that, whatever. Uh, if a person refuses help, we can't, like, we can't just fire him without actual evidence. What they would do is they would ask, hey, listen, you're looking like something's up. You want to talk about it. You want to see. No, no, I'm cool. cool. Okay, listen, you know, we don't want other people to get affected by a job. I feel that we might have to bring it to human resources, do a thing. You know, there's a whole process. They were like, yeah, we asked him if he wanted help. He said, no, he's good. And so they let him go. It's weird. Here's here's the thing. This was the same exact situation when he got fired the very first time in 2003. He refused rehab Mm -hmm. during his drug addiction. And then they released him. This is the same exact situation. Yeah, but are we going to say the corporation? 2009, it was completely different. He left on his own. Right. And then two weeks later, that whole drug bust happened. Okay, whatever that being said, uh, yeah. WWE of 2002, 2003 is not supposed to be WWE of 2021. Let's be real. We saw the plane right from hell. We know it's a different company. So right there's usually a protocol and way of doing stuff. Because if, like, Matt, he, he appeared on Matt's uh, Twitch and he said that he's doing cool and everything's good. And Matt says, look, you're going to see Jeff took a drug test. I'm telling you, he's not. I'm telling you, he's not doing drugs. Matt said this on the Twitch. I mean, it's his brother. He's going to defend his brother. Yeah, he's going to. I was going to say he's going to defend his brother. But at the time when he got released, it was four days after the house show. So something must have happened in between those days from that house show up until his release. Four days is not a lot when it's a corporate company like that. It doesn't work that fast. We all know what happened when they jumped the gun on stuff too. If let's say he does a drug test. And it comes back clean. What was the reason for firing? Because the truth is, you know, they're going to need a better excuse. Because if he does need help, you know, someone, people act stuff a certain way. Being, when you have a, when you're mentally not there, it also looks like you might be a drug addict. When people who are just going through the depression, and look, everyone has that. You can't just judge a person and say, oh, you know, you're, you, I can see you're depressed. Sometimes people who are depressed look like they're drugged out. They don't sleep. They're sluggish. They look frazzled. They don't care about their appearance. That's the same symptoms that you would see of someone who was a drug addict. So how do you know? They say, oh, but we offered him help. But you don't understand it. You just can't say, do you want help? And that person has to accept that help. And if he is doing drugs and he doesn't want help, no one's going to help him. We, we, we've talked about this a million times. You cannot help somebody who won't help themselves, first out. And as a corporation, you have to protect your assets and fire people. I get that. But if this was something other, it's not drugs, and maybe he was just going through a hard patch. Maybe he just was tired of the road. He's not young. You know, It could be a number of many factor of things. I feel that you know, if you want to claim to be there to help people, just saying, well, I offered help is is the corporate is the corporation's way of saying, well, we tried, our hands are tied. No, it's pretending their bottom line. And yeah, the, the truth the, is, is that thing, Rob, um, if it was anyone else, we would have said maybe. Okay, I might have another theory about that. But Jeff Hardy has had a history, and yeah, even several, worse. Yeah, several Absolutely. times where we thought that they could have um, put the belt on him. WWE can't trust him with that. Oh, I don't. No, I'm never say the WWE should be putting a belt on this guy. Absolutely not. I don't believe in 2021. I mean, this is going to sound so fucked up. 2021. Uh, Jeff doesn't need a belt around his waist. Uh, Jeff is a a person. Jeff Hardy has a road warrior pop, right? Let's be real. Yeah. 
the 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 you know the 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 Hardy Boys music hits, instant sensation. Like you know him, CM Punk, Road Warriors. There's a few got Undertaker. There's a few awesome. wrestlers that that instant pop. That song it, it instantly pops the crowd, regardless if they're heels or faces. You still pop. It's just it's an uncontrollable reflect to respond to. So Jeff will always be uh, wanted somewhere. My thing is, if he really does need help, I hope he finds it. I don't see Matt Hardy. You know, Matt's a family guy, and him and his brothers—they're very close, and they've also been confronted, confrontational with each other, because that's what family does. I don't believe he would ever allow his brother to come into a condition where he's that bad and would lie. I would say, like you know, his demons—he's when Jeff's had bad before. Matt has said, "Look." Jeff is his own person. Yeah, he said that even uh, a few years ago when he got arrested. Yeah, but he's his own person and he has to deal with – that's how you know the difference between Matt defending his brother and Matt telling the truth. That's why I believe Matt Hardy this time, or at least he believes that Jeff isn't doing drugs. doesn't mean that Jeff isn't, but he believes his brother didn't do drugs because if he didn't have a doubt, he would not have said, oh, you'll see. It's clear. He would never – because Matt – one thing Matt's not is stupid. Matt will never put his neck out of his own career on the line just for Jeff, knowing that Jeff is messed up, like we said in the past. Many times in the past, Matt said, well, you know, Jeff's his own person. He, he'll find his way. He'll be okay. He'll be okay. He'll come around. You know, he'll do what he's got to do. He'll find ways to say it around. But with this Twitch stream was very, uh, you know, I, I, it doesn't mean nothing. But it, to me, it seemed very like, I, I know you're not doing this. I know I'm with you. We're here, you know. So at the same time, if it's not that, what happened? If let's say that, let's take drugs off the table, why was he like that that weekend? What was wrong? Yeah, that's, a, some- that's what I've said before. Um, something happened within those four days of that yeah. weekend. The discussions between him and WWE, and I saw part of that Twitch stream too. Um, I know he put Jeff Hardy on camera, but it means nothing to me because you could put anyone that's on camera after all those rumors, but what happens after they're on camera is another well, story. Yeah, it's, it, that's all true and well, but I'm not going to condemn somebody. No, no, I'm not. Either. Right away. You know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that, you know, because at the end of the day, you have to, uh, you have to also realize that we, uh, you know, I want to know if, let's say, if he's not doing drugs, what happened to him that weekend? Why was he looking like that? Was he just sick of it? Was the road got to remember, man? Some of these wrestlers look look at CM Punk. He wrestled like a freaking five star quality match and he said, I'm let's, going to talk about it. um let's talk about Punk. Every time when he um, wrestled, whether he looked off or not, he, the match finished. What Jeff Hardy yes. did out there, regardless of how he felt about WWE, and WWE's mind looked very unprofessional, especially since it's the main event of a house show where paid fans are there to see you. That's all true. Well, the corporation said what they want. But we've seen over the course of wrestling history, wrestlers just not giving a fuck. I mean, let's see the breakdown. How many Antonio Noki matches have broken down to like, well, that was fucked. Uh, uh, Bruiser Brody, how many times? Lex Luger wasn't feeling it. You have this clusterfuck, you know? Luger not knowing what to do. So I'm just climbing the fuck out of this cage because I'm not fucking doing what I don't know what to do. I'm getting out. You get those times where wrestlers just gave up and not care. Uh, there's many wrestlers. We're going to be talking about another uh, right after this of something wrong and unpredictable you know i'd rather have jeff just say fuck it i'm not feeling this and roll out of the ring than put anybody else in harm's way if he's not feeling it you know See, one that, moment of lax you we know? watched that footage the last time i saw something like that was when gail kim quit WWE during that battle royal yeah remember that yes she literally shot herself out of that battle royal and told pretty much told johnny yes everybody that she quit I don't blame him. You know, if this guy, two different feel, situations, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jeff's in a very good position. He's always is a good position. When Jeff's there, he's good wherever he is. You know, he's willing to work, and he had a lot of. Uh, he has still a lot more to go. I mean, he's still pretty young, and he's still relatively in amazing condition. Uh, you know, whatever it is, I I hope it's just something that was just a fluke thing. He, I I hope he's not doing drugs because. You know, for a guy who's been, if he's been as bad of a drug addict as they claim, he's in better condition than most drug addicts have been doing drugs for 20 years. Let's be fucking real. Like, I, I, that's why my whole thing is like people automatically just would say, remember, see, also, I have a problem with any company 
siding with any company nowadays because they always love to change the narrative. You remember the history of this guy? Well, we know the history from what you've told us. And we've seen some news articles. We don't live with this dude. We don't live with any of these people, you know? You know, like when someone, oh, that person's such a great guy. And he kills somebody. Look, I'm not Benoit's house every day. I don't know Benoit personally. You, you, know? you want to know why this is um, different for Jeff Hardy is because um, not only that we know his history, but it was not too long ago where he got in trouble. Yeah, so what? But once again, you have Jay and Jimmy Uso who constantly, oh constantly are getting arrested for DWIs, DUIs, sorry, DUIs, right? Constantly. Jimmy and they reward than, them. Jimmy more than Jay. Doesn't matter. The two of them getting in trouble, at least one of them horrendously, and rewarding them and protecting them and doing what they want. Well, is that they have they ever learned their lesson? No. And how many more times are you going to see it? More. They, why, why are they different than Jeff? You see what I'm saying? Jeff, if he's doing drugs, he's only hurting himself. You know, Jay or whoever was the driver going drunk in a car potentially is hurting the lives of unnamed amount of people. But yet we all want to shit on Jeff Hardy. It's like, absolutely not. At least I can stomach watching Jeff Hardy in, matches. Do you remember back in 2013 when Kurt Angle was doing all that kind of stuff too? Especially mm. when he was... He was driving on the wrong side of the road, about to kill a family. He got that, that. was fucking. That was TN, terrible. TNA did nothing about that too. Yeah, TNA with well, the problem with TNA, they didn't help nobody. When they had Gold Dust, there, no one helped any of those guys. They were just like, "All right, well, well that's on you. We can't. What do yeah, we do, a, dude? It's the wild, it's the wild, wild west over there. Same will about WWE, but at least they have a wellness freaking policy. Yeah, I mean that's the difference. Like you know, uh, as much as I love TNA as a as a wrestling show, as a company, well, yeah, we knew they weren't good speaking of which this worst companies uh <laughs> we'll get into in a moment yeah. uh but uh but in jeff's case i hope everything's okay hey they fired him you know what the difference is if he's not if he wasn't on drugs and he didn't have drugs and this is because trust me he's not gonna be able to hide it that well if he did a drug test just recently it's going to show up and if there's nothing in his drug system they're going to need to make another narrative why they fired him I know what WWE's next course of action is going to be. Well, he no-showed some things with fans paid for. The fans, he let the fans, and that's their next, that's how they do it. If they can't that's get the, it this dude, way. That is, this way. that is unless WWE comes out for press release like they did with Keith Lee last month. What was the press release with Keith Lee? Oh, they try to use the thing where they say he was uh, yeah. not uh, that bullshit where they say he was uh, confrontational and he was... Uh, Hard to work with. Oh, that's no, no, the, that's no, no, not that. One. No, no, not that. Not that one. The one where um, Keith Lee um, disputed that they never paid for his medical bills, but WWE came out for press release saying that they did. But did they prove the medical records? Because if Keith Lee's still getting bills in the mail, he can say that. <laughs> I got bills in the mail. No, no, because after, after that, Keith Lee kind of retracted his statement and added more. <laughs> mm. uh, maybe this spoke. I wouldn't doubt, you know, hey, look. Sometimes you say things in the wrong moments. Uh, but I love how fast man WWE as a company has a oh, we're gonna fuck with this guy. Oh, I thought you guys didn't care about these wrestlers. I, I mean, but you do care, of course, you care. WWE, fuck that. shit. Don't worry, it's gonna be owned by Nick Khan soon, anyway. So, you know, <laughs> before we get to um, the Hannibal crap, um, C2E2 oh. took place last weekend. I got there to cover it for both you and the Nocturnal. So <clears throat> It was a decent show, but my God, I didn't send you any photos yet. I'm not sure if you saw the show floor, but it was a lot of vendors that was not there. It made good room for walking space, but it was way too much space there to the point where I was like, hey, who's here? Well, you know, it's got to be hard because they're, they're still using the Donald E. Stevens, right? Yes, they are. And I mean, they are Comic-Con, even though they had little less vendors and you know, like the big ones like Marvel, Funko, and whatnot, they still packed everything in. Once you pass through that gate through the front, you see a large empty space on the left side. Wow. <laughs> it made matters worse when I did not see that red rug there. I was like, wait, why is this not here? I know it's the first tweet I saw from you. I was like, yo, where the fuck's the red rug, bro? <laughs> of all things you're worried about was the rug. I love it. Dude, every convention I go to has a rug. Not because... <clears throat> just for a visual aesthetic, but people who are walking around in heels, all kinds of boots and stuff, their their legs are going to be cramped. That's the first thought I thought of. Yeah, well, 
it is what it is, man. I get these shows are slowly trying to come back, you know? Yeah, they are, but it's not at the rug there. I mean, New York Comic Con, I believe New York Comic Con had the rug. Let me check real quick. Go back to some of my photos. New York Comic Con must have had that. Yeah, New York Comic Con did have the rug. <laughs> yeah, New York Comic Con did have it. <clears throat> Oh, wait, they only had it at the front, not the back. But it wasn't as punishing as C2E2, though. Uh, the AEW table, um, Orange Cassidy had a longer line than CM Punk, I have to say. That's crazy. Well, I, only, I think not, this, uh, not only Orange Cassidy, Matt Hardy as well had a longer line than Punk. I think because with CM Punk being in Chicago, it's kind of like, well, we see you. You live here. Like, I think it's different. Maybe it's a different mentality, like. I think maybe lines like that would be bigger for him, like in New York or Philly or San Diego, more than Chicago. I did Chicago people are like, yeah, we know where you live, bro. Like, <laughs> see, but hey, you know, people are, wrestlers are. It's good to see that. Like we said, like it's cool to see. You know, as much people want to talk crap about AEW, they have their own wrestlers who are very much over. You know, very over wrestlers, and and, and that cannot be understated. Uh, really quickly to your point, like, you know, uh, you were, when did you go to Chicago? You, you were there Thursday, Wednesday, when did you get there? Friday. Friday. So I was watching Rampage and the fucking pop that Hook got on that show. I know it was Long Island and everything, but the kid got over and it looked, he looked great. He looked great in the ring. You know, uh, Fuego, of course, has to be commended for what he did in the ring work with uh, Hook. But to yeah. me, it's like, I find it funny that like, you know, they say like they don't have, uh, 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 they don't have talent that's over is a lie. It that's a complete total lie. These younger guys, like you know, younger to independent talents are, are over, really are over. And yeah, CM Punk's popular, but people want people want to take pictures of Orange Cassidy because Orange, they they could do their gimmick and he's cool with it. Just like I guarantee you, Danhausen probably had a huge line too. Danhausen is a self-made fucking guy you know and he had a line but wasn't that huge he's 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 doing it all on his own he doesn't have ring on to wasn't helping dan Housen much get dan Housen's dan Housen. which, uh, was something wrong with his leg because i saw yeah dude college. he broke his leg on halloween he did yeah had a wrestling show him and another wrestler warhorse oh. took him to the hospital oh I, did this happen yeah. on aw or somewhere no else? no dan Housen doesn't work for this was an indie show he in between the ring on this is like literally he broke his leg and then the next week they made the announcement about Ring of Honor. So oh, legit, I didn't he broke, know this. Yeah, he did the tapings. He wrestled on Ring of Honor the week before and uh, he was doing an independent show on Halloween with a bunch of wrestlers. Like I said, like Warhorse was there and a bunch of other guys and two guys were injured. Him, he got severe. They broke his, I think his shin. I think it was his shin, yeah. So he's he's been on a crutch since Halloween. I was not aware. Yeah, he, he did the Jericho Cruise, came back, did the Ring of Honor taping, then did this indie show for Halloween, and then he got hurt in the ring. I, I don't know exactly how he hurt, but he broke his fucking leg. Jesus Christ. Oh, and then, everyone get, then they all get fired from Ring of Honor a week later. <laughs> what a shit time to fucking get injured, bro. Oh, boy. I'm going like, to get to Ring of Honor in a bit. But um, C2E2, decent show they had this year. I know we're still in a pandemic. But I just wish it felt like it. I didn't get a chance to get to the AEW panel. I <clears throat> I saw I saw people talk. It was, it was okay. It was a typical kind of yeah panel, you know, wrestling panel. I don't think you missed much. Yeah, I was just hoping some news would have came out of that. I don't, as far as I know, I don't think there was any news that came out of it. Uh, Rob is over here with his remote turned on the channel. No, no, I was gonna give my wife the remote control if she wanted it, or she wanted to do a uh, you want to do a Animal Crossing or your Shin uh, Shin, Shin Megami Tensei 5 or whatever. But uh, <laughs> have I'm not gonna you're not gonna say no, hey, have fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah um, so, let's see. C2. I, I saw, I saw, like I said, I saw, saw the thing, it was, it was okay. Uh, it was just like I said, typical, bullshit. no news out of it, nothing special. The most cosplay I've seen this year came out of three things. WandaVision, Squid Game, okay. and okay. <clears throat> One Piece. Really? One Piece still? 
I really thought it would have been like Demon Slayer or something because, you know, Demon Slayer is going big. You know, I see lots yeah, of are. Demon Slayer cosplay. Lots of Demon Slayer cosplay. Um, but yeah, I figured, you know, you're going to get that time, you know, what was the year when the Joker movie came out? Everyone was the Joker at Comic-Con. Suicide Squad came Harley out. Quinn. Everyone wanted to be Harley Quinn. But you know, Harley Quinn's always everyone's go-to costume anyway, regardless. Most girls, like when I think when most girls are first on cosplay, they tend to do a Harley Quinn because I think it's a little easier costume to get. You know, you get to have the blonde hair and the pink. It's easier to do. It's not like complex. See, it's easier to do it, but if it's um, cosplayers that I see do an um, interesting spin on it, I'll be like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't mind like you make a character, make it unique. I love like you know, I'm a big fan. Like, um, like I saw Deb, I saw. The New York Comic Con last no no two years ago I saw a Deadpool wearing um Scorpion's outfit. Yeah, I like I've seen that one, but I like when they like just like how I have the um, Bandai Japan makes these um, movie realization figures, and so basically they take a property and they turn into samurais. So they're the toys. So they have like a Darth Vader as a samurai, Boba Fett as a samurai. I have the Captain America one. Like I seen someone do. Uh, I think it was the Boba Fett Samurai, but as a cosplay. That's cool. That's different. I like that. You know, don't just be Boba Fett. Be Samurai Boba Fett. That's cool. Make it your own, you know, make it special. I also saw a Transformer cosplay, but this one was one of the Japanese models with a cassette. That was cool. Mm. I took a photo of that. <laughs> I'm going to publish it after I edit all these. And uh, no thanks to the convention center with that yellow light. I literally have to edit all my photos to take out that yellow light. What was that about? Uh, like, what was, they, why did they do that? It was just a bullshit thing they did? I don't know, because... <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Let me, sh- let me share my Lightroom real quick. Uh, let me go to one of the photos I was editing. Let me share this shit real quick. In fact, I actually never shared Lightroom on this um, Zoom before, but let me share this real quick. Yeah, I haven't used Lightwave, Lightroom in a while. I, right, you see, you see my screen? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me put this on full. All right, so this is after I edited. This is before. You see all that yellow? Oh, my God. Why was it so yellow? Fuck. Jesus. Were all the overhead lights just like a yellow hue? Yes, is that what all it was? of them. All of them. The picture came out nice. Like when you, you know, Lightroom helps out a lot, bro. God damn, that's fuck. I would be so pissed off with that photo if it. If oh it, my god, I was pissed off at most of these. Oh my lord, pissed off at most. Oh Mega of Man, that's cool. I like that Mega Man. That came out nice. Uh, the Zero one. Yeah. Yeah, this is another one. I I was finishing editing. Wow, this dude, be- the light. Thank God, thank God for Lightroom. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, what is with the yellow hue? Jesus Christ. Dude, do you remember back in 2008 when all the video games had to have a brown hue? Yeah. Yeah, that was annoying too. It's always it was that one year after the Matrix came out, everyone needed the green tint. Oh. And the green tint and oh. It's like it's cool, it's cool, but no, you don't need it for everything. No, you don't, because it makes everything look bad and worse. Ugh. Speaking about bad and worse, last mm. you know what? I gotta acknowledge this before we go to bad and worse. Um. <clears throat> We got a wrestler passing yesterday. Yeah, uh, Johnny Devine, 40, uh, 39 years old. Uh, we've seen on social media what he went through in the last uh, year and a half because of his MRSA infection, lost yeah. his legs. Oh, and Mercer, arm. that's what he had MRSA infection. That's why he because yes. he lost both legs. Then they lost his arm, right? Both yes. arms or one arm? One, 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 one arm. Okay. Yeah, that's you guys don't know that's Jimmy Rave. He was part of the Rock and Rave with Lance Hoyt and TNA and then Chrissy Hemi. Yes. Um, you know, Marky123, Marky D123 on YouTube. I interviewed him for a while and was talking to him. And then when he needed to go fund me, he helped uh, do fundraisers to raise money for Jimmy Rave. Yes. And, you know, that and was uh, really Mick cool that. Foley as well. Yeah. I, I was surprised at that YouTuber. He's not even, Marky D is not the biggest YouTuber in the world, but him going out of his way to help out Jimmy Rave is really fucking cool. Uh, and uh, it's sad because like he never got as popular or famous as like he probably could have been a little bit bigger, you know. Like, he was very capable wrestler, and you know he, he could have yeah been nice if he could got a little bit more famous for himself. More people couldn't recognize him, but he'll be remembered for the rock and rave thing, which was like 
wasn't the best gimmicks, but they worked with it, you know. Except for its time because of that Guitar Hero mess that was going on at that time. Oh my god, having Lance White run around with the Guitar Hero guitar, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. But he's going to be missed, though, because yeah. he's one of those guys that was a good head. But to see what he went through in real sad. time, that shit mm-hmm. was sad. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Uh, another wrestler passed away uh, within last week, too. Uh, Blackjack Lanza. Yep. You see, I knew he was in the Blackjacks um, based on footage, past footage I saw. But every time when I hear his name up, it was because of um, the WWE headquarters. He was one of their agents for a very long time. Rob is looking at his cat, I guess. No, no, I don't have a cat. I have a, it's, it's 420 apparently, even though it's seven o'clock. Oh, if you know God. what I mean. Yeah. My <laughs> wife's like, oh, light him if you got him apparently. Oh God. So yeah, he, he passed away last week. He was born in 1935 and passed away at December 8th. He was eight, I believe 86 years old. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that, that one's not as sad. Um, he, he lived a good time, a long time and, he lived. He did his. He was in the business for the whole whole career, even until he basically to his death. So, yeah, he helped out a lot of wrestlers when he retired in the mid eighties. A lot. Yeah, yeah. And especially working in the office, you know, he did a lot. So then, then let's get to the ugly. We got a Hannibal stabbing a referee last uh, a few days ago at a show. <sighs> Ahead, you want to start this? There's there's a lot of shit about this whole thing because, um, what wrestling company was this for? Let's see. Like I know Hannibal TV was involved, and you guys don't know Hannibal TV. They are the scummy version of like you know the uh, uh, shoot this the shoot video guys. Like you have uh, yeah. RF videos, but Hannibal is just like they they're. Just I I don't want to have to say the scum here, but I don't know the best way of putting it. We I feel like when you watch their videos, it just seems like ugh. Anyway, they're involved with this guy. His name is Blood Hunter, Blood Hunt, or weird it's fucking Hannibal I don't know. himself. It's Hannibal himself. Hannibal's up, but he's called Hannibal the Blood something. It's Blood, I don't Hunter. Know. Blood Hunter, whatever. You know, it's quite ironic he chose that name because he accused Abdullah the butcher ten years ago of giving him hepatitis. No. Whatever. They, if you, you, you hear what Julian just said, you kind of get who this wrestler is. He's a hack. Was a um, wrestler, <laughs> but yeah. Was a, he, he's a hack. And um, he, he uh, was supposed to be, I guess it was the main event. I don't know. Yeah, it was the main event, right? Main Him event. versus Carlito. And the booker was Kevin Sullivan, apparently. So was this the MC, MLW, MC, whatever the other wrestling company is that Kevin Sullivan works for? Yes. That's that wrestling company, MCW, or I know it's not MLW. It's the other company. Um, shit, what's the name of that company? I know Kevin Sullivan's in charge. I was watching a little bit of it on YouTube. Uh, not this match per se, but their prior Big stuff. Incident. Before this event happened, I was watching some of their tapings, and man, Kevin Sullivan looks terrible. First out. He's doing commentary with somebody. I don't know if Kevin Sullivan even knows where he is. I'm not trying to be a jerk. or just that he's the booker, apparently. And they booked this match. And the idea was that the ref was supposed to do a blade job. But apparently Hunt, uh, Hannibal came out in no, no condition to wrestle. And Kevin told Carlito, finish the match fast. Carlito finished the match fast. The ref didn't do the spot public because the ref wasn't trained for that. He's just a referee. So Hannibal took it upon himself. It's kind of like a New Jack situation where he just completely starts stabbing and pump, just driving this spike into the man's forehead. Forehead, scalp, top of the head. Uh, the man got so many. They had a shaving ball to stitch him up. Like uh, He was just assaulted, pulling up blood, basically unconscious. The other referee wouldn't get in the ring because he was afraid he was going to get stabbed. So he was pulling Hannibal from his foot to try to get him off. No one could get him off except for the female manager of Hannibal. I don't remember her name. She came in, stopped him. And then they quickly grabbed the referee out of the ring. And he was unconscious. They had him on the floor. They couldn't stop the bleeding. So he ran. The other referee ran backstage and said, I need ambulance, cops, 
all hands on deck. So everyone from the back came out to help the referee. And then the cops were called. Hannibal apparently ditched the spike. And Heaven Sullivan apparently told the referee to tell the cops. Yeah, he told the referee to tell the cops that this wasn't real. That this wasn't real. This was kayfabe. Kayfabe. The actual term Kevin Sullivan said was kayfabe the cops. And uh, no, 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 no. This is not some outlaw shit show years back in the 70s and 80s when you can get away with that. Here's the footage that we're going to play. Oh, you actually have the footage? I've never actually seen the footage footage. I just heard a request of it. Here we go. What the? Oh, my God. Oh. What? What? Where is the end for this? What's the point of this? What's the end goal? Yeah. This is fucking terrible. It didn't pop the crowd. No one nope. wanted to see this. See, there's the other referee. He wouldn't get yes. in. Like he said that he was outside. Is that guess the female manager? That's the girl that's with him, I guess? Yes. You can hear him screaming. Who was the guy with the hat? Who was the guy with the black cowboy hat? He's choking this dude out. You know, like, they're trying this, to break it up. The girl comes in. She's stopping him. This ref is out, dude. Like He yes. choked him out and stabbed him. He's bleeding. Who's the black cowboy hat guy? I don't know who the fuck he is. Look at this. Oh, this is I know your first time. Kevin Hold on, let me pause this. This is your first time watching this, it is? Yeah, I've only re- read the reports. I didn't really see the footage. Oh, okay. You're in for it then. <laughs> did he just fucking hit the... Yes, he did. Dude. What does this have to do with anything with the match at this point in time? Absolutely nothing, Rob. So the other referee's gone, right? The referee went to the back to go get help, right? Yeah. That's what it was? <clears throat> right. This one over here is unconscious. That's the one that got stabbed? Yes. Jesus. Look at this out-of-shape piece of garbage. Holy shit. Yo, that, All right, so now after watching that, what is your reaction? The same as I thought when I read it. Bullshit. Uh, that guy uh, should not be protected first out. I don't care. He shouldn't be booked I know, anywhere. I know uh, that company said they're not going to book him no more. Uh, they made an announcement after the footage came out. Um, um, a couple other smaller promotions said they won't work with him. Obviously, the big promotions don't work with him anyway. A lot of wrestlers that have worked with this guy has said that he is no good to work with, that he shouldn't be about to wrestle anymore. He needs to be put away for it. And I uh, I agree with that because it was such a useless – like, Jules, you always talk about these kids doing these high-flying spots for a bag of chips. Or at least they're trying to make a spot to make the crowd happy. What did that do? What did the, This right here is 10 times worse than some kid fucking up trying to do a high spot. Because you know that kid's not trying to hurt the other wrestler; he's just trying to make the crowd pop. What 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 was here that was a worth storytelling? B going to matter? And Nothing. C, it was him going to business for himself. That's what but that what? Shit was. You're not fucking New Jack, bro. Fucking shit! Like even when garbage. even when New Jack used to do that stuff, we used to trash him for that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, at least New Jack, you know, would only probably tend to do that when he felt disrespected. What the ref didn't bleed properly is what his excuse was. Fuck out of here. You know, this whole thing got picked up by TMZ too and a few other national outlets. I don't know. I mean, as cool as I want people to pick up on this stuff, but I'll tell you one thing I can't stand that fucking the term TMZ. What fucking <laughs> shit show they are. They've made people who are not camera people celebrities asking the shittiest questions. So human beings trying to get into a fucking car, like they don't outside the airport, outside so outside the airport on the street, harassing people, and then they get mad like we don't want to answer questions. Dude, I don't want to answer your question. I'm trying to go somewhere. You want to be a professional journalist, book an appointment with a company, and I will be there to you can interview me. Don't be fucking stop me while I'm trying to get to a fucking car. Like I oh hate that. It's different if a fan goes, oh my god. 
I'll, I'm never going to see you like this. Hi, nice to meet you. And then there's being nice. Now this asshole, hey, uh, so Shaquille, is that really your car? He's like, dude, man, shut the fuck up. Walk away, asshole. I hate that shit. Um, you know, as much yeah, as we I, shit on the Ultimate Warrior, he was the first to give them um, backhand verbal slap to Ryan Satin when he used to work for TMZ. TMZ is just garbage. Like, I, I don't garbage. care about like you know, but Ryan Satin has become. He's made a name for himself. He's not just some fucking schlock in the street. It used to you be. Know, I, I, but yeah, I mean, you guys, I don't mind you starting somewhere if it has an end goal. But most of those guys don't have an end goal. And and the problem is with this shit, like with this whole event, uh, that should never have happened for a show. Not in 2021. Uh, that was shouldn't happen in a show in 2000. It shouldn't happen at all. Uh, it, it's ridiculous. It's disgusting. And the fact that Kevin Sullivan went into fucking goofball mode to protect that piece of like, shit. Hold on. Speaking of protecting, why is he over here trying to protect the business in that way in 2021? Why? Listen, I, I told you I was watching. Before this is so funny, before this incident happened, I was flipping through YouTube and had, you know, you like this, so you might like this. And also, like, this wrestling promotion, like, oh, there's a bunch of wrestlers here. No, okay, let's see what's this about. Hey, I'm Kevin Sullivan. And then whoever the announcer is was talking, I'm like, oh, my God, Kevin, you look terrible. What the fuck, bro? And then, like, I watched it, and I was like, this is not good. <laughs> it was just not enjoyable. It wasn't uh, fun. The characters were garbage. And I was just like, well, I know it's free on YouTube, but shit, I don't. Well, I don't want to watch this. Here's something I think you would love to watch. Um, Hulk Hogan was trending on Twitter for the last 20 minutes, and I found out why. Uh, why? I'm gonna I'm gonna share my I'm gonna share my screen real quick because yeah, tell me tell me it's, why it's, Hogan it's, was trending. It's comments from Brett the Hitman Hart, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so Brett Hart talks Hulk Hogan, and here's the quote here. He was six foot eight and one out of three wrestler. He didn't know a headlock from a headlamp. He didn't know very much. He knew how to do a clothesline and maybe, <laughs> maybe a body slam. He was very, very limited. I mean, that's not a new quote, though. I feel like he said that before. I know, but it's coming from Bret Hart. So every time a Bret shits on Hogan, it's, it's news to me. But it's so funny. I, I've heard Brett say that exact line years ago. I've saw Luthez says my grandmother could do a better leg drop. And Luthez is dead. You know what I'm saying? Is he dead? Luthez? Yeah. He did die, right? Okay. Yeah, so it's like, go am going to do a fucking leg drop. It's like, but, you know, so that's why he was trending because of that. Yes. That's very, just a random reason to be trending. Did you see the stuff with Bully Ray yesterday? I did not. I do follow Bully Ray. Oh, on okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it for you, but you didn't see I know, any of it. I did see. I say Bully Ray said something about I want to see uh, something that entertains me. He said something. Some girl posted uh, some about some independent wrestler, and Bully Ray said I'll give it a shot or whatever. I don't know. It was that's the only thing I saw. I didn't really catch anything else. So. I'm gonna uh, share my screen right now. So he went on Twitter yesterday. I don't know if he was drunk. I don't know if he had too much eggnog, but he said was this late at night or? Uh, you know what? Let me check the timestamp. 10:21 p.m. Okay, I, dare, I didn't see him. <laughs> I dare someone to be a real effing heel in the wrestling business right now. Not an entertaining heel. Not a heel you love to hate. Heal that oh yeah, yeah, yeah! This is the tweet. Yeah, I saw this tweet, and this girl responded <sighs> to him and gave him this wrestler's name, and he says, "I'll have to check this person out." You see, the thing okay. of Bull the thing of Bully Ray is, is that he still thinks it's 1999. We're in 2021. No wrestler is gonna have um, I'm gonna stab you out in the back after the show heat anymore. Here's the no thing one. about the bullshit about that. Bully Ray is that's it's 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 hypocritical. And I'll tell you why. Uh, when the Dully Boys were the biggest being heels, they were the most over. For him to sit there and say, "Yeah, yeah," there's times Bully Ray has nearly incited a riot. Yes, and I will give him that. He could talk a crowd into wanting to kill him. But when their music drops, 
the crowd pops and they buy his t-shirts. So that's called being an entertaining heel. Regardless, when you were in WWE doing the stutter and you were the bad guys, but people knew you were the Dudley Boys anyway, and they still bought your fucking shirts and still cheered your songs when you said, you know, table, table, and then Devon, get the tables, even when they were bad guys. So that's hypocritical on him to say that. Like, I'm sorry. It's that's a hypocritical statement. I saw that tweet and I saw some girl. I didn't know what it was in regards to, so I didn't think about it, you know. So you see, here's the thing. Um, Austin Aries replied right here. And I don't like Austin Aries, but here's something I will agree with him. He says, I feel like I tried to be to the point that fans even some in the back truly hated me. It didn't work out how I envisioned. You can't do anything that legitimately offends or angers people anymore, or they will have to be in on it. Otherwise, it's yeah. not accepted. Hills are dead. That's well, um, you know, 100%, like... it's 100% accurate to what he's saying, though, even though I don't like him. He is I, right I, what he said. I mean, the Hills aren't dead. I think. You know, I think people are forgetting something. I think not, not about what, not about heels being dead, but everything else before that. I, I will say, yeah, it's hard to get people to be whatever, and I think that's fine because you know what? As a little kid, I don't know how many millions of times I've told you and said this on my favorite wrestler was Roddy Piper and fucking uh, Jake the Snake and Macho Man. Nine times out of ten, they were always the heel. And I fucking love them, no matter what they did. When fucking Piper hit, uh, was it Snooker with the coconut, or was it uh, Tonga Kid? Yeah, Snooker. It was Snooker. He fucking cracked him with the coconut. Then he had a fight, and he beat the shit out of Tonga Kid the next week. And you know what I'm saying? I fucking loved him. But we were supposed to love Superfly. Superfly is the good guy. Fuck that. That's Roddy Piper. He's amazing. And I was five, you know, and I got it. You could tell a five-year-old, like, no, you, he's a bad guy. You're not supposed to be. No, man, I want his shirt. I always wanted the Panther shirt when I was a kid. Never had it. But every motherfucker he was trying to like, oh, you want a Hulk Hogan shirt? Like, no, I don't want a fucking Hulk Hogan shirt. Fuck you and your Hulk Hogan shirt. You know, I don't want that shit. I don't want his band, his arm bands and his workout equipment. Someone bought me Hulk Hogan's workout equipment. I threw that shit out. <laughs> I gave it to my little. I gave, no, I didn't throw it out. I gave probably, it to my little cousin. Worth a few on thousand by now. I, it's, it's like a hundred dollar set now. But I gave it to my little cousin so he can have because he liked Hulk Hogan. I'm like, yeah, I like wrestling, but I don't. I like Sergeant Slaughter, and most of the time, Slaughter was actually a bad guy, you know. And and, and it's what are you going to tell me that I was not doing wrestling right? No, you're not playing wrestling right, Rob. You're supposed to like the faces and boot the heels. It's like, no, I'm going to like the wrestler I like. Because, you know, tell fans of fucking The Walking Dead to not like Negan. Oh boy. He's that... pretty much a bad guy, <laughs> right? He's a pretty much an asshole in that fucking series. But people, I brought it up because Julian loves him, so I had to do it. But you see my yeah, point? Yeah. Like, you can, it's comparative. Telling someone not to like the villain, dude, what does everyone dress like the fucking Joker? Joker's the bad guy. He's a homicidal killer who gives no fucks about who he rapes, kills, murders, him, and people love the Joker. You're going to tell them they're doing comic books wrong? You're going to tell, you know, hey, you know, it, it, it's in, in wrestling, you have two sides to a match. You have the good guy and the bad guy, but to me, I treat it more like a football game. You have your team and their team. Your team is always going to be your good guys, regardless if they're the heel team or not. So it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I think wrestling fans are the best right now, and I'll tell you why. For the most part. Because they are allowed to have fun. You know... I hated when, like, you know, we're watching WWF and, and they were in Canada when Brett was a bad guy and the fans are cheering for Brett and they're calling it Bizarro World. No, motherfucker. It's only bizarre to you. To them, it's normal. That's the guy they like, regardless if you don't like it or not. What did CM Punk do? He showed up to fucking Long Island. He came out to fucking MJF's music because he knew. He wasn't stupid. He knew. I'm going to get booed here today. 
they're going to boo me because this is this and I have to do it this way because MJF is the heel. Well, I can be a good guy heel. I could do healers tactics and still be right. He came out. MJF never changed his character, never changed his character that night. Still got over. Everyone plays their part to say that being a heel is dead. No, you can be a heel. Bray Wyatt proved it until WWE gave up on him. Um, people like Jericho proves it time and time again how to hey, be a Rob, great I'll heel. Hey, Rob, I'll be right back. Yeah. Jericho proves it time and time again how to be a great heel. Friggin' Kenny Omega, back and forth, shows how to be a great heel and get over. It's, it's fine. I hate when wrestlers, especially older cats, who I feel that should know better. I think Bubba Ray, Bully Ray, should know better because it started with ECW. It 100% started with ECW, this idea of cheering the heels. The only time you ever really got seriously booed in an ECW arena is if they really, really, really didn't like you. Uh, I forget that tag team. Oh, man, was it Joey Mercury was in it? Damn it, who was that team? Man, maybe it was. It, they were trained by the Hardy Boys. They came with the ECW like in 2000. The fans were like, yeah, no, we don't want these guys. And no matter what they did, the fans booed them. Babyface not. Look at Tommy Dreamer. Look how Tommy Dreamer was supposed to be the fan favorite in ECW. He was supposed to be the favorite. He was the babyface. They had to have Sandman literally abuse him for the fans to come back to him, right? You can't tell fans not to boo and cheer people because Bubba coming from ECW should know better. That company is that what we have today in fans started with the ECW fans. And Bubba's, it's had, Bubba still think it's 1999. We're in a different world with different fans and a different generation. Yeah, but it, that, that, that catalyst started with ECW. Those fans cheered, booed, whoever they wanted. You couldn't tell that guy, oh, that guy's a heel? Well, I'm going to cheer for him. You can't fucking tell me what to do. I legitimately, the only wrestlers they ever hated with, with a shadow of a doubt, never liked, was Jerry the King Lawler and that tag team that was trained by the Hardy Boys. Was that Joey Mercury was in that tag team? Who was that tag team? Joey Mercury were, and Christian York. Yeah, Christian York. Oh, my God. ECW fans wanted nothing to do. They came out, Christian York, thank you. They came out, they're, they're trained by the Hardy Boys. They're like, yeah, and they're like, Fuck you. And the kids that they were, they were good wrestlers, they had no chance to get over an ECW. No fucking chance. The fans weren't having it. Were the fans doing it wrong then, Bubba? Like, no. No. <laughs> we'll end off here, Rob. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's crazy that we're not getting a pay-per-view this month, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> you know what? They're going to have, gonna have day one. Yeah, they're going to have your day one show for you to do. You can watch that shit. 18 more days. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, 18 more days. I'm, I'm just a... I'm tomorrow night's the winter's coming. I'm, that's the Hangman Page match. I, I'm, I'm excited for that match. I'm curious to see how that's going to handle. I don't think Brian Danielson is going to win that match. I feel like it's too soon for Hangman. Uh, Brian doesn't need it, but uh, it's good. I love the storytelling. I love how Brian Danielson. There's, there's no way Hangman should lose the belt on his first nah, defense. No, nah, no, nah, he's not going to lose it. Uh, the only thing that makes it look bad, it, it, it's storytelling, but it's cool because Brian Daniels had put himself out there. I'm going to destroy all your friends to get to you. Hangman Page is like, I never agreed to that. I'm not fucking fighting you. <laughs> like, <laughs> get in the back of the line. So I love that that storytelling. You know, that's the ways around it. And I gotta say one thing before we go, dude. Fucking Cody Rhodes' body is fucking scarred. That shit that's looks exactly what he get for doing a stupid fire table spot. You know, I, I get yeah. it, man, but I, 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 I he. That's exactly what he gets. Such a dangerous spot. No, I mean, it's for, he did it. He was willing to do it. He had stuff on his back to protect it, so it could have been worse. But even with that, it was fucking dangerous. But I do got to give Brandy Rhodes some credit because, holy shit, my wife would not set a table on fire for me. One and two, she made sure that shit lit. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was like, we're not getting some half ass fire because how many times Dilly Boy tried to set a table on fire and that shit didn't go? Yo, whatever she fucking used, that shit went the fuck up. I was like, seemed like that was damn. Not even, that was not even freaking fire liquid. It seemed like it was something else. No, it was lighter fluid. 
It was, I mean, it was a Zippo. Not, uh, it was no, no. It had the red tip and looked like the cans of uh, Zippo. So oh, it was okay. Zippo lighter fluid, 100% Zippo lighter fluid. That shit burns very good. <laughs> I was about to and, say that uh, it looked like charcoal um, fluid. No, it was. I think it was Zippo lighter fluid. Uh, but that shit went. It was. I mean, it's a crazy spot. The crowd went for it, but at the same time, like you know. Yeah, but will you I sit there? Feel... Will you sit there and analyze it? Why would Cody put himself through that freaking spot where he got burned the most, but still win the match? That that makes you no know, sense whatsoever. Because you know what, Andrade's like, I'm not taking that bump through that table, <laughs> and, and Cody's like, I'll take the bump through the table. It's like cool. I, I respect Cody's. Like I don't look Dusty Rhodes, even in his later years, had done some crazy shit. I mean, he had done some crazy matches, and you know, I don't mind. Like Cody, Cody did a lot, and as much as people want to show him, I, 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 he's he does a lot for this company, and he does a lot for the fans. And I see it. Um, he just has a. I think people just don't like him just the way he talks. I get it. You know, you don't have to like the way he talks. I get it. He does come off kind of pompous and asshole. It's cool. I get it. Hey, he All wrestlers. Hey, he ended racism, man. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I, I think I beat him to that first. Uh, <laughs> he gets in the back of the line before me, Cody. I've been with my wife for 27 years. Your ass is new to her. You get in the back of the line. Thank you, man. And uh, you didn't end racism. Apparently, I did in 1994. I did not. Uh, it only came worse at us, but whatever the fuck. Uh, you learn uh, that it's cute. But at the same time, I respect him for what he does in wrestling. I love what he's in matches. He does give his all, 100%. Um, there's no way that I know he's not trolling the crowd. I know he's trolling the crowd, and I love that he knows he's trolling the crowd. Uh, I just feel bad for Arn Anderson, man. Motherfucker keeps falling. And it wasn't even his fault. Like, this last fall wasn't even his fault. But I do give Andrade's, was it Jose's name? He picked them up and then beat the shit out. <laughs> Absolutely fucking beautiful shit. I, I just don't, I don't think Cody needs to do what he's doing. Uh, it, it, but at least. It's, it was one fire spot. Okay, cool. I, I've watched pay-per-views where we'd had like six fire spots, you know? So I'm glad it was just one. And the crowd popped for it. It got its reaction. But uh, it, there's a lot going on with wrestling now that I can enjoy more instead of having to worry about some fucking referee getting stabbed in the fucking forehead 30 times for no goddamn good reason uh, by some fucking loser hack wrestler yep. who fucking deserves to be put in jail for that shit. You know, how can you how can any wrestler feel safe being booked on, for a company that is willing to allow that to happen? Right. We asked this for, for New Jack for years. You know, like we always joke, like you're on a card, you're a rookie. All right. You're going to have a, you're going to have like a second to main event fight. Oh, thank you. Who am I fighting against? You'll find out. It's going to be a veteran. Oh, wow. I'll go work with a veteran. Oh, I can't wait. Think, you know, that's board killers hits. <laughs> Do you see the do you see the card and it says New Jack? Wait, who the fuck's fighting New Jack? <laughs> me? Oh fuck. Please don't yeah. kill me. That's what it is. It's like this Hannibal motherfucker is not New Jack. At least New Jack has like before today or whenever that event happened over the weekend, who the fuck knew who Hannibal was? Well, let's be real. Nobody outside Ask. whoever followed that um, Abdullah, the, Abdullah the Butcher news. Other than that, other no. than that, other than that, Abdullah Butcher played on everybody. He gave hepatitis <laughs> to hair. Bob Orton, Undertaker wanted to fucking kill Vince because they wanted yeah. Bob Orton to bleed, and Bob Orton had hepatitis. So it's like, so it wasn't just, it wasn't just Abdullah that had it. All those crazy old school wrestlers have that shit. And then and Hannibal wants to bleed people, dude. If you got if you got hepatitis, now you're Abdul the Butcher now, because you're gonna be doing spots like this. Get oh, your ass. Boy. Oh, get. I'm done, man. I'm done. <laughs> Fuck that guy. That's oh. how we're ending it. Thank you so much, Rob, and thank you everybody for listening live or on the download. I said live. Well. Fuck it. On the download. <laughs> yeah, we don't have live no more. I kind of suck. <laughs> All righty, Rob. Uh, hope you enjoy. <laughs> hope you enjoy the rest of your night, man. Yo, you be safe. Uh, give the baby some hugs and kisses from us. Yes. And uh, we're, when are we doing the year end? Uh, two weeks? Yeah, two weeks we are. All right. So we should uh, let's definitely do something for next week because before that, something else is going to happen. You know, something else on the news happens. Always yeah, the end of the year with this shit, right? Yeah. Let's hope nobody gets released <laughs> or fired within the next week. No, it's great because it gives us something else to talk about. <laughs> I don't watch anyone to get fired as a joke. But, uh, but Big Swole, 
you know, good for oh, her. Yeah, she, yeah. I hope she um, heals up soon. That's. I think it's important that again, everyone was saying, "Oh, she quit." No, she didn't quit. She has fucking you know Crohn's disease. The fact that she wrestled at all with Crohn's disease is very impressive. So I wish her to health wise, and yes. she did the smart thing because Crohn's disease is a long standing issue, and you know wrestling is secondary when you can need to heal. And she's a definitely a decent talker. Uh, but you know what? Take your time away. Come back later when you feel you can. I know they take her back in a heartbeat because I don't think they really released that many. Re- AEW hasn't really released anyone who didn't want to be released for the moment, except for uh, Jimmy Havoc. That's a dead story. And that girl, Allie. Yes. Allie, who wanted out of her for some stupid fuckery. She sucks anyway. No disrespect. I don't hate that girl, but she didn't. Who? Oh, Ivelisse. Not Ivelisse. Ivelisse. No, Ivelisse. Yeah, but she was. She was never there full time, though. She was. She was there full time, and well, maybe she wasn't full time, but she was. She was wrestling every week with Diamante as a tag team, and then Thunder Rosa came, and she had an issue with Thunder Rosa. But I think Ivelisse forgot where she was on the pecking order. Like Thunder Rosa is going to give you a five star match. Ivelisse has never given a five star match. Yeah, Diamante, three star match chick. She's pretty decent, but Ivelisse is not like. Has the ball like yo? That's like her getting mad at Ronda Rousey in WWE. Who you think they're gonna fire, bitch? They was like, no disrespect. <laughs> Diamante's still there, you know. I think Kira Hogan is ten times better than Ivelisse, you know. Yeah. So psh, whatever. But for the most part, yeah. But good for Big Swall. Hope she heals up. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you can heal up from Crohn's disease. I think that's a forever disease. It's a chronic disease. I just hopefully she doesn't get worse, you know, and finds where she is. All right, we'll leave it now. That's where we're ended on a nice note. All right, Rob. Speak to you next time. It is time to yeah, G-O. Later. Later.